0: Baby food, Eva insisted on shoveling into them. He had briefly entertained great hopes for his offspring, imagining shining futures ahead of them. But the older they grew, the worse their behaviour became from torturing the cat to tormenting the neighbours, though pinning anything on any one of them was impossible, since they all looked exactly the same. He supposed that, at least now they were boarders, they were someone else's problem although it was a bloody steep price to pay for it. Wilt cheered up on his arrival when he found a note inside a sealed envelope on his desk. It was from the chief administrator, Mr. Vark, telling him that his presence was not required at the meeting of the recently created Academic Apportionment Committee. Wilt thanked God he didn't have to attend. He wasn't sure he had the patience to sit through another interminable session of paper shuffling and self-important pronouncements about nothing. Feeling in a better mood, he went off to check the classrooms, but found them largely empty, except for a few stray students who were playing on the computers. It was the end of the summer term in a week's time, and with no exams in the offing, most of the staff and students saw no point in sticking around.' not that the lazy sods stuck around much in the first place. Wilt was back at his desk, making yet another attempt to sort out the following term's timetable, when Peter Braintree, the professor of English, poked his face round the door. "'Are you coming to Vark's latest nonsensical gathering, Henry?' he asked. "'No, I'm bloody well not. Vark has sent me a note saying I'm to stay away, and for once I'm going to do what he wants. I don't blame you.' Rotten waste of time. "'Wish I could get out of it as well. "'I've got stacks of exam papers to mark.' "'Braintree paused. "'I suppose you wouldn't think of—' "'No, I wouldn't,' Wilt said firmly. "'Mark your own papers. "'Can't you see I'm occupied?' "'He waved airily at the timetable in front of him. "'I'm working out how to fit the digital future into Thursday afternoon.' Braintree had long since given up trying to make sense of any of Wilt's more obscure remarks. He simply shrugged his shoulders and let the door bang loudly behind him. Wilt gave up the timetable as a bad job, and for the rest of the morning sat filling in the forms the administration department concocted practically every day to justify employing more staff than the university had lecturers. Suppose it keeps the sods off the street— "'he muttered to himself. "'Just like having so many so-called students "'makes the employment figures look far better than they really are.' "'He could feel his bad temper returning. "'After lunch, he sat for an hour in the staff room, "'reading the newspapers piled up there. "'As usual, they were filled with horror stories. "'A pregnant woman had been stabbed in the back "'for no apparent reason by a twelve-year-old boy.' Four louts had kicked an old man to death in his own garage, "'and fifteen insane murderers had been released from Broadmoor "'after five years, presumably, "'because they hadn't been allowed to kill anyone in that time. "'And that was in the Daily Times. Will tried the graphic and found it just as sickening. "'In the end, he skipped the political pages, which were full of lies, "'and decided to go for some air. "'He went out to the park,' and was walking round it when he spotted a familiar figure sitting on a bench. To his surprise, Wilt realised it was his old adversary, Inspector Flint. He crossed over and sat down beside him. "'What on earth are you doing here?' he asked. "'As a matter of fact, I was sitting here wondering what you were getting up to. Not a very interesting topic. I should have thought you'd been concentrating on something more in your line,' said Wilt. "'Like what?' "'Oh, arresting innocent people, perhaps. "'You're good at that, "'trying to convince yourself that they're criminals. "'I know you were certain I was one "'when I was idiotic enough "'to dump that beastly inflatable doll down the pile-hole, "'but I was drunk at the time, "'and anyway, it was years ago.' Flint nodded. "'Quite. "'Then there was the drug stunt "'and the terrorist business in Willington Road. "'You were involved in all those rotten affairs.' Not intentionally, I agree, but it's interesting how you repeatedly seem to find yourself in the middle of particularly curious situations. There must be something criminal about you for you to get caught up in quite so many nefarious activities, don't you think? No, I don't think.